Hey love, welcome to the Be Loved Podcast. I'm your girl, Brandy Luna, a versatile Jesus-obsessed faithpreneur who's all about building people up holistically while keeping it real. On this show, you can always expect the juice that will put pep in your mental, physical, spiritual, personal, or relational step. Whether it's just me in your ear or me and a beloved guest, my prayer is that each episode serves you in some way. So buckle up, boo, and let's see what God has in store for us today on the Be Loved Podcast. Hey, ha, how you doing, boo? Oh my goodness. Happy Tuesday. I am seriously so happy to be with you today. Man, this winter season is coming in hot, hot, hot. And I'm going to get right into what we're talking about today, friends. I truly sense... And according to my DMs on Facebook and on Instagram, y'all talk about warfare that is happening right now. Um, I have been getting so many prayer requests regarding sicknesses, illnesses, like does like major diseases that have just been striking families and um, just different things other than sicknesses that are just truly people you guys are 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 battling and and warring. Um, through right now. And so for today's episode, friend, I want to turn your eyes to the word of God. I want to um, speak this scripture over you whenever I know that I'm in the middle of a battle. I do not um, war without at least proclaiming and decreeing this word um, at least two, three times. Honestly, you'll catch me up at three in the morning declaring the scripture over the people that I'm interceding for or myself. Um, when I sense, sense that, you know, the enemy is up to something, I'm like, Mm-mm, not in my camp. No, sir. We ain't doing that today. Mm-mm. We got to get real bold, friends. We have to be bold. The enemy is relentless. And so we got to be two times more because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And we've got to truly understand the emphasis behind the power behind that scripture of knowing that the the same power, the same spirit that rose Jesus Christ from the grave lives in you. He lives in you. He lives in you. He he died on the cross to have personal relationship with you. You may have eternity with him in heaven, but right now have personal relationship with you that you are guided by his spirit. You are mentored by him. You're coached by him. You're encouraged by him. You're living with him. He is abiding in you. You are abiding in him. You are hand in hand walking through everything together. That is including the storm that you might be going through today, friends, today. And so the scripture that I'm talking about is Psalm 91. When I first discovered this powerful uh, weapon of a word, um, Psalm 91 was, um, the year of 20, uh, let's see, I want to say 2012 or 13. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was 2012. I was, um, I had become a member of a Methodist church in College Station, Texas. And, um, I was filled with the Holy Spirit. I was on fire and I was, um, in my season of consecration, just away from everyone that I have ever known away from my past. Just God just had me 
so far away from everything and he had me to himself and I was just hungry to know him more and he was just his spirit just filled me up and I just was so hungry for him and so when I was presented uh whenever I became a member at this Methodist church um I was presented, uh, you know, Bible studies. They're like, Brittany, you know, you should really join a Bible study um, to create community and stuff. And I was like, I'm game. Like, sign me up. Where do I go? And um, they were like, you can go with the college-aged um, people, you know, your your age. And at the time, I would think I was like 19 or 20. And um, I was like, hmm. But I remembered this... Um, other well I was like what other bible studies y'all have and they were like well we have this uh, women's bible study but I mean that's just a you know the elder women and uh, I remember this other woman when we had this like luncheon or something there at that church she was just so I loved speaking to her at that luncheon I thought hmm I wonder if that she is in that bible study so I was like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna try that bible study so I decided to rather than go to a bible study with people that were my age I wanted to be taught and mentored and like you know sit at the feet of women who had lived their lives for Jesus that they're seasoned women of God you know they have been through the warfare they've been through the trials the tribulations the stretching the pruning the 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 tests you know what I mean like all that comes with walking with Christ in this, in this earth, on this earth. And so I wanted to be at their feet. I wanted to know from them. I'm going to learn from them. And so I had joined that Bible study at a great time because they had just entered into, um, learning about or teaching on Psalm 91. And again, I didn't know the word very well at that time. So it was very brand new to me as far as the scripture goes. So it, this friends may be very seasoned for you. You're like, all right, bet. Yeah. Psalm 91 comes packing. Okay. But maybe you're one that's like, I barely know the Bible, Brandy. Like I, I don't know how to read it. I don't know where to even begin. Like I've never even heard what is Psalm. You know what I'm saying? Like I hear you boo and I got you. I'm here for that too. Okay. Like no shame in your game. Okay. And that's always what I pray that you, um, you feel welcome no matter where you are in your faith. Um, you know, that when you come to the Be Love podcast and you tune in, I pray that you feel welcomed. I pray that you feel embraced. I pray that you feel encouraged. I feel if you served, that you feel served um, and that you belong, boo, because you do. Okay. You belong. Okay. So whether you know the scripture or not, we going to go through it anyway. And um, so what the, um, basically the crux of Psalm 91 is, again, it's a warfare, um, in my eyes, at least, uh, scripture and, or, um, yeah, scripture. And I love that in that Bible study, we were, they, she, they, they taught me how to put my name in it. And so now, um, I don't know how many times there's just countless amount of times where, again, if I'm interceding for someone else, um, for a long period of time or a short period of time, whatever, I always place their name in the scripture. I'm proclaiming it. I'm decreeing, I'm declaring it. Um, and again, over myself, you know, because as a seasoned Christian, you'll learn that you, you know, sometimes people ain't coming for you, boo. Like no one's there to help you. I'm saying you got to lay hands on yourself. Okay. Decree, declare, proclaim over yourself, the word of God, and really begin to learn that too. So anyway, let's get into it. I'm going to read this scripture over you and I want you, I'll tell you where to put your name in, but even after this episode is over, um, through this, 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 this storm that you may be going through friend, 
I want you to stand on this and I'm going to be standing on it with you. Whoever it is that you are, I just feel this true resonation with every single one of my listeners right now, at least the ones that are tuning into this specific episode. Um, and so I am standing in agreement with you that the war is, you the you have the victory over this battle. You have the victory and all you need to do is stand in the shadow of the Almighty. All you need to do is praise Him. All you need to do is believe that God is with you. He will never forsake you. You don't need to strive. You don't need to try. You You just need to stand in his shadow and we're fixing to see what that sounds like or looks like right now. Okay, so here we are. Psalm 91. You ready? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. All right. So whoever dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. That's literally the the, the specific verse I would stand on during COVID. Literally, I'm telling you guys, the word of God is a weapon. The word of God is your sword. And praise God, me and Stephen never caught COVID. And I am just a believer in God's word. I believe that it's true. I don't just read it just sounding cool. Or trying to sound like some person that like is holier than thou, Nobu. Like when I read God's word, I believe in it. And so I I pray that that encourages you that when you read God's word, you truly believe the words that are coming forward um, off of these pages. This is God's breath breathing off of these pages onto you. And so it, it's his word. And so stand on it, live by it, apply it to your life and see how it truly does protect you fending off harm. The enemy is the spirit world is just real. Okay. And so when you're covered and shielded by the word of God, um, because your faith is applied behind the words that you declare over yourself, baby boo, listen, that is ammo. That is a shield. I'm telling you that is a sword. Um, and so anyway, a thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. If you say the Lord is my refuge, that is you, boo. Say it with me right now. The Lord is my refuge. Say it one more time. Let's go. The Lord is my refuge. Okay, if you say the Lord is my refuge and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. Yeah, no harm will overtake you, boo. No disaster will come near your tent. Now, there's the commandment there, though. There's the commandment. It says, if you say, and not just say, boo, you saying this with faith, the Lord is my refuge, okay? And you and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm will overtake you. No, no disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. 
You will tread on the lion and the cobra. You will trample the great lion and the serpent because so-and-so loves me. So in this part, this is where we plug our names in, friend. We speak this over ourselves. We speak this over our family. We speak this over our friends. Whoever it is that you're interceding for, you're believing for, or again, if it's yourself that you feel like the enemy is just up to something in your camp, boo, you say this over yourself. He, because Brandy loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue her. I will protect her for she acknowledges my name. She will call on me and I will answer her. I will be with her in trouble. I will deliver her and honor her. With long life, I will satisfy her and show her my salvation. Notice it says, because the the actual text says, because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. That is it. That is it right there. Because he loves me. That is you, boo. That is you. You plug your name in that because you love him says the Lord, I, he will, because you love him, God says he will rescue you because you love him. God says he will protect you because you love him. God says, uh, because you not acknowledge his name. God says that when you call on him, he will answer you that when you, uh, that he will be with you in times of trouble, that he will deliver you and he will honor you. With long life, he will satisfy you and show you his salvation. Again, friends, I want you to go back and plug your name in there, plug whoever's name in there that you're believing for, that you're standing in agreement for, that you're, if, uh, if it's you, your husband, your kids, your your friend, your family, your coworker, a nation, whoever it is, you plug your name in and you go home or wherever it is that you are. And the next time that you have an alone moment with the Lord, you open your Bible and you say, you speak Psalm 91 out loud. It's very, very important, friends, that we understand that when we are warring, that we have an atmosphere of faith. So though the enemy might try and plant some negative thoughts in your mind of discouragement, of defeat, of doubt, of worry, of stress, of anxiety, trust me, boo, I'm speaking from experience and I've done both things. Like I'd be like, man, I'm so stressed, man, I'm so full of, I'm worried, man, man, oh my goodness, anxiety feels like it's creeping. Like I just, all of a sudden, whew, that gives the enemy an open doorway to come in and move behind those words. Friends, the power of life and death is in the tongue. So especially when you're in on the battlefield and you are interceding for someone else, or you're covering your own family and yourself, it is so important. You do not have to say what you're thinking, okay? If it's a negative thought, obviously that's not the Holy Spirit because he doesn't speak that way, okay? And if you, even if it's your thought, Still, take every thought captive and make it obedient to Christ Jesus. And instead of saying, like, say you're saying that you're thinking, I'm full, I'm so worried. Say that thought comes in your mind and you want to say it out loud. Hold it, boo. Hold that tongue. Don't speak that say, you know what? I think I'm, I thank you, Jesus, that you're ahead of me, that you go ahead of me. Thank you, Jesus, that you will provide. Thank you, Jesus, that 
um, you know, there is healing there. Thank you, Father God, that you will do what you said you will do. You know what I mean? Rather than saying, I'm worried. You replace that negative thought with a faith talk, with faith talk. Make an atmosphere of faith and do not allow anyone, because the enemy, if he can't get through you, okay, if he can't speak it through you, he'll try and send someone else, even go those closest to you to speak doubt or worry, um, you know, and even if you love them, they, they mean no harm, of course, but if you just sense that, you know, what they're saying isn't an, uh, isn't in alignment with the, what the Holy Spirit is ministering you to you, um, then just be like, no, I don't receive that. Or like, you know, just be led by the Holy Spirit as to how to respond, but definitely don't receive the words that create an atmosphere of worry and doubt and anxiety. Okay. God loves an atmosphere of faith, especially when the enemy is knocking at our door. You stand on his word. You decree and declare that you, that God is your refuge. Acknowledge his name, that he is the King of Kings. He is the Lord of Lords. There's no other name above the Lord's name. And we remember friends that if the enemy comes knocking and the demons come, listen, God created the demons. Okay. Initially, then they were stupid and decided to follow Satan or Lucifer at the time and get, you know, just follow the wrong leader. (laughs) Now look at them. Goodness. But, and ultimately like God is their creator. So they have to bow to him too, boo. Like they, there is no other name above the name of Jesus. And who is Jesus? Jesus is God. Jesus was God made into flesh. Okay. Jesus, that's the son of God, you know, but ultimately they're the same, the three in one, the Trinity, the Holy Spirit, God and Jesus, you know, it's just, is a, there's no other name above them. Okay. There's no other name above him. Okay. And so you stand on that, that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And lastly, um, and you will overcome. I speak that over you. You will overcome and you will have a testimony after this. Whatever it is that you're going through, friend, I decree and declare that your testimony of overcoming this specific battle will bring many to, to the Lord. I, I speak that over you, whatever it is, because I'm telling you, these prayer requests that are coming in are deep. They're pretty deep. It's not like, oh, financial struggle. It's like, you know, some deep stuff. So, I decree over that, uh, over you that you will have victory and that when victory hits and it's there and the glory of God is shining over your life for overcoming with, with the overcoming that many will be like, wow, they will just be in awe of the Lord and his goodness and his faithfulness over your life. And that will cause them to turn to him in Jesus name. I decree that over you. And lastly, as I was walking Troy a minute ago, if you don't know, Troy is my dog. He is the precious little gift of life that God has given me and Steven until we have our own like real babies but he's our fur baby but anyway I'm walking Troy a minute ago and the Lord I'm like you know have this just stirring in my heart to share on today's um, episode and I just really heard the Lord in my spirit say tell them I'm proud I'm proud like it was like I'm proud of you but that like I got it. God tells me and affirms me with that so much. And I appreciate that. It's almost like it comes whenever I just need to hear it from my heavenly father. I need to hear, you know, here and there from him. I'm proud of you. And so when he said that, I really believe that that is for you though, friend. Like I, I believe that that is also for you truly sense that, that whatever it is that you're doing, you don't have to strive love. There's nothing to prove to anyone. And whatever effort that you're giving right now, the, the, you're giving your best, you're doing your best. And God wants you to know that he is proud of you. 
He is proud of you. I'm going to put this in quotations, okay? I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. It's not for nothing. It's not for nothing. I really see in the spirit people, um, you, uh, whoever, like just different people crying in the shower, just, just a moment away and you're crying in the shower. I really see that in my spirit. It's the only place you can get away to hide the tears from everyone else because you don't want anyone else to know that you're breaking down inside and almost get emotional just saying this, but I just also see the Lord scooping you up and holding you and saying, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for not giving up. I'm proud of you for showing up anyway. I'm proud of you, says the Lord. I really sense that in my spirit for you. So I pray that that encourages you as much as it, as it encourages me when I need to hear it. Um, but I, again, I, I truly do pray that you're encouraged, love. God is proud of you. Um, you're doing enough and you're going to be okay and you will overcome. Amen. Okay, boo. Well, I, again, I pray that this episode served you in so many ways. And um, until next time, be blessed and be loved. Hey, boo, it's me again. (laughs) I really hope that episode empowered you, encouraged you, and refreshed your spirit. Listen, I want to extend an invitation to those who are looking for a way to give this holiday season. I know that in this season, people tend to have finances that they have that they're just like, I want to give. I just don't know where. Well, I want to give you that opportunity to give right now to a very special mission, which is my uh, nonprofit, The Be Loved Project. And what we're doing this holiday season is the same thing that we did last year for foster youth. If you don't know, the Beloved Project exists to break negative foster youth statistics with intentional outreach. And so last year, we were able to raise enough money to provide the shoes that they chose for Christmas. The foster youth, uh, foster teenagers over at St. Jude's Ranch for Children out here in Boulder City, Nevada. We serve 15 to 20 foster youth every single month. And this year, we're wanting to put a $200 budget per head. That way, they're again able to choose the shoes that they want for Christmas. Usually... When things are donated to um, foster youth, which is great, it's all it's all great to donate clothes and items and things. It's it's that's amazing and it's very useful. However, if you think about it, these teenagers have never really got to choose what's happened to them, where they live, what they wear. It's just given to them, right? And so we want to provide that choice for them to choose the shoes that they want for Christmas. And and how many of us know that it is important? Shoes are important to teenagers. So we want them to feel normal like they really are. They want them to just be able to wear their own swag for the after new year with their new shoes. And if you would like to contribute to our mission of providing shoes for each teenager um, this Christmas, head to, I'm going to link the website in the show notes, but the, our website is called, or is www.thebe-lovedproject.org. Okay, so T-H-E-B-E-L-O-V-E-D-Project.org. Head there, scroll to the bottom, boom, there it is. You're able to give in a donation of any amount. Um, we have raised a little over $200 so far. So one child is provided for, 
but we still have about uh, 16 to 19 more to go. Okay, so your contribution will be amazing. And if you need a tax write-off receipt, we are happy to email that over to you because we are a 501c3. And again, if you're looking for a way to give the season to something that's going to make a true change and just impact on someone's life this season, please consider giving to the Be Love Project. Thanks. Mwah.